All right, this is a new episode of Battery Operated. Thing is, it's just me this week. Uh, your awesome host, John, and uh, George is not available this week, but uh, he'll be back next week, so we can uh, keep on recording with two people instead of one. Right now, I got Benjamin with me. He's my dog. He's a chihuahua. We all love him. Um, but today, and by today, I mean this week in the news, we have the Galaxy S6, which is, uh, I think it's a good, it's a good little device. Uh, I mean, it looks like it's designed well. Um, Galaxy finally gave up the plastic, which is beautiful, long awaited. Um, it's kind of weird seeing Samsung make devices that are actually, you know, high quality. I mean, build-wise, uh, the, the, their OS has always been pretty decent. I, I've never really, like, ch- touch with before, but, uh, you know, I've always lived. Uh, out, of all the, out of all the smartphones out there, when it comes to Android, Galaxies are, you know, in my top three. Um, LG's giving them a run for their money. Um, I would put HTC as number one for their build quality, except for the fact that I really, really, really hate Sense. <clears throat> I think Sense is the absolute worst. Um, so what else is going on? Um, the camera on the Galaxy and what do we got? The the Galaxy S6 camera is what 16 megapixels now with the with the larger pixels, which um, supposedly supposedly it's going to be amazing. We're looking at uh, way better low light sensitivity, and they showed some demos comparisons between Apple's iPhone and the Galaxy S6, which yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, well, we'll have to see the results in real life. And uh, the the only thing I've never really liked about Samsung and their cameras is the software. Once again, um, I mean it's decent, but it's just not great. It's not easy to use. Like uh, with 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 my iPhone, and and you know, yell at me because I because I've always had iPhones. I mean, I, I own a cell phone store, and had the pick of whatever phone in the world I wanted and I've always picked iPhones and the reason is because I love photography and, and recording things and mo- mixing down movies and uh, never really did much audio but you know I, I just I love videography and you know using your camera and experimenting and do kind of all kinds of cool stuff and um and Android phones just never had it for me it, it was a it just seems like no matter how good the camera is supposed to be, the software either doesn't keep up or it's slow, laggy. The photos just don't turn out right. You think you got this beautiful, great, perfect photo until you pull it up on your computer, you full screen it, and you're like, oh, my God, this is absolutely pixelated to all hell. Or blurry, just straight up blurry. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how the, the Galaxy's camera is. I'm assuming those demo photos were taken taken with a tripod in perfect lighting situations, 
and I don't know. I'm just, um, I take it all with a grain of salt, anything that Samsung claims, because I've seen, and don't get me wrong, I mean, Apple's not been perfect in that respect either, but I, I making promises, that is. But when it comes to Samsung, I take everything with a grain of salt. Um, but this is the nicest, uh, this is the best phone that I think Samsung's made since the Galaxy S1, which to this day, except for the fact that it's slow, um, I really, really liked that phone. I mean, it was, it was a great size, good, good little phone, and it really gave, it really gave an iPhone, uh, the iPhone a run for its money. It was actually, I really liked it. The Galaxy S1, I didn't like the 2 that much. Galaxy S3 was great. S4 and S5 were blah. And uh, this one should be pretty cool. Now, now they came out with two this time, and uh, I was discussing it um, with a few people, and I'm kind of confused about what Samsung's trying to do with the Galaxy S6 Edge and the Samsung Galaxy S6. Because... uh, with the Edge, you have, I don't know, you have some, well, you, you, you have Edge screens and absolutely nothing else. They're identical spec-wise. Build quality is pretty much the same. Um, cameras, software, everything's identical, except for a, a couple little custom tricks for the Edge. Uh, same size screen too. Same size screen, same resolution. Which the resolution is phenomenal. Um, but the Galaxy S, you have these like curved off edge, you know, on the on the left and right side of the phone. The whole the screen kind of slopes down just a little bit. And on the regular Galaxy S six, uh, it's just a you know same thing they've always had, just a flat screen, whatever. Uh, the thing is. Um, you know, someone compared it to Apple offering two different sizes of phones or a cheaper version of the phone. Um, like the iPhone 5C was slightly cheaper and it had the colored backs and stuff like that. And essentially it was a replacement for the iPhone 5 when the iPhone 6 came out. Um, or not the iPhone 6, I'm sorry. When the iPhone 5S came out, the 5C was released as well to replace the iPhone 5. Um, and... You know, somebody compared it to that, and I like I, I get that, but in this case, I, I think it's I don't think that's a fair comparison. I mean, um, I don't think the phones. Uh, I mean, I, I think Apple came out with two different sizes, and the colored backs made the phone a little cheaper. It just gives you more options, and it, it for different use types. Like for example, if you want a bigger phone, you could buy the six plus. If you want to. You know, if you want a the four inch screen, and you really love that, you can still buy the iPhone 5s. Uh, if you want something in between, you can buy the iPhone 6, which I think is the perfect size for the phone. By the way, um, honestly, the 5s is a. I'm still torn between whether or not a four inch screen is the best or a. Um, Or a, or a 4.7 inch screen is the best. I know using the 5S is absolutely amazing, but you know, reading and watching video and doing all that kind of stuff, I'm a, 
on the six is, you know, far superior than a four inch screen. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, he, he mentioned that and he, you know, he, you know, he's like, you know, Apple's, uh, Apple offers all these things, you know, what makes that difference from Samsung offering the edge and the regular phone? Well, we're really, Samsung's not giving you anything different. It's not two different use types. Uh, I mean, the Galaxy S6 is the same exact phone, whether it's edged or whether it's just flat. So it's not even like a color option. Like If they were confident that the Edge was a great phone, if there was something really awesome about the Edge that that everybody should have this feature, you know, we, we really like this and we think it's the future of phones and look what we can do with our displays, look at all these cool little tricks you can do with the same exact phone. Well, they should have just made one phone, the Galaxy S6 Edge, and just called it the Galaxy Edge or the Galaxy S6 or... Or something like that, but coming out with both is, uh, in my opinion, I think it's they're really, really, really indecisive. Their design team has no idea what they're doing, um, and by no idea, I mean they they do. I mean, they had plenty of time to take a look at what Apple's been doing over the years and mimic it to the best of their ability. No, I'm just kidding. They 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 only do that a little bit. Take a look at the <laughs> it's the sh- like the shocking thing about what. A, what Samsung's actually kind of done with these phones is with the metal, they didn't just make a metal phone, make it out of all aluminum and do a really good job designing it. It it almost seems like they made a metal phone and completely, and again, I'm exaggerating, not completely. They, they got inspiration from the iPhone and a lot of inspiration from the iPhone. You can go online and take a look at the photos, the comparisons between the S6 and the iPhone 6, and it's almost like you. there's a lot of people who can genuinely confuse the two phones. You know, if I wasn't really paying attention, I saw the Galaxy S6 from the bottom, I might actually, you know, now I'm an iPhone guy. I've ran an iPhone repair shop for years and years and years. I, You know, I've been, you know, in the, in, in the cellular industry for over a decade, and I would confuse those two phones if I wasn't really paying attention. Uh, I mean, that's just... I mean, with the history Samsung has of copying, I mean, it's, it's kind of pushing it, in, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the fact that they have the metal surrounding, the glass back, which... I guess kind of cool. You know, it's nice that Samsung's actually stepping out and uh, or stepping up and doing something different. Uh, and by different, I mean better because like all that plastic and even the fake stitched leather on plastic and all that stuff they've been doing, obviously cheaply, is just not. Um, it's not quality stuff. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people came in to the store and you just look at those stretch marks. Uh, have you ever seen a Galaxy S3 or an S4, um, or even the S5? I haven't seen many of those that are quite aged. But once they get to about eight months old, a year old, you start seeing these like um, plastic. They like especially on the white ones, you can notice they, they cracks almost. They're they're like stretch marks. Like you know, you gain a little bit of weight, or you're like 
my wife, she had a baby and she had some stretch marks afterwards and you can, they were noticeable. It is the same thing on the phone on the, on these white plastic Samsung phones. They had these brown stretch marks, um, just from, from use. It was just in, indicative of, uh, just poor quality in my opinion, just like cheap plastic, not just, not good plastic that, you know, we really, you know, we really spent a lot of time on this outlet. They just use cheap, cheap dollar store plastic. Um, and, you know, that lack of quality is evidenced in a lot of things they do. Like, for example, people would walk into my store all the time and say, hey, do you, do you fix the Galaxy S charging port? Galaxy S1, S2, S3, S4, S5, it doesn't matter. Those charging ports went crazy, absolutely nuts. Um, just always broke, every one of them. Um, and again, I'm exaggerating, not every one of them, but I, I'd say there is a huge percentage of people who own Galaxy phones that have charging ports that have broken. Um, that's just not, not good at all. So we're, so we're still talking about the Galaxy and everything that I've seen. I mean, I don't know. I watched the, I watched the unboxing event, and it was, it was good. I mean, Samsung's typical cheesiness, the refusal to, like, I don't know what it is about these events, but they, they, they're so unbelievably boring watching this stuff, I mean, you're looking at the latest and greatest technology, and it's just, I'm over, like, overwhelmed with how much I'm underwhelmed, how much I don't care. Um, like, I'm super psyched about it going into it, but halfway through, I'm like, oh my god, this, like, who cares? Um, but, I don't know. Um, maybe that's just me, maybe I'm just not looking at it the right way. I've been known to do that. I've also been known to be wrong just about all the time. You'll hear me say that a lot. So, um, essentially, I, I wasn't amazed. I was prepared to be amazed, and I was not amazed. And, and that could be because Samsung had a lousy presentation, maybe because they didn't really have anything to offer, or maybe it's just you know, phones are kind of done. And by done, I mean, like, we're going to get really slow, really incremental, uh, you know, upgrades from here on out. And and maybe that's a good thing. I mean, you know, maybe instead of releasing all these crazy features over and over and over again, we could actually get stability and speed and, and oh, even better, we can get battery life. How amazing would battery life be? To have a phone that lasted two or three or four or five, six days. And uh, like we talked about in the last podcast, um, I, I think there's a lot, of, a lot of engineers that Apple's been hiring over from Tesla. Um, and I think it has a lot to do with battery life. I mean, Tesla is gener- you know, generally a battery company you know, that makes really cool cars. They're going to make some, you know, they have some new technology for um, battery cell kind of things for your home that collects solar energy, they store it in this big battery, and, you know, you can actually sell it back to the electric company if you want to and all that kind of good stuff. But there's some, you know, 
what I'm saying is Tesla, I, I think, is the, the majority of their um, research is, you know, or the majority of their R&D is specifically in battery technology, um, which is awesome. Um, and Apple's been hiring a lot of their engineers, and I think they're going to put them to that kind of use. I'm looking through, trying to see what what other, what other notes do I have here? Uh, screen resolution is balls out amazing. It's just really really good. I don't know the exact dimensions. I meant to look that up, and, and maybe I'll post that in the notes. I don't know, but uh, the screen resolution is great. Oh, and why is the screen resolution that good? The Gear VR, the virtual reality thing that Samsung has. You know what? That's one thing that. It's so underreported. Not a lot of people talk about this. I mean, when, when they announce it, you know, there's people pay more attention to the phones than this Gear VR. And, and I really, really think that this virtual reality stuff has way more teeth than it ever has. And it, I think it's way better than, um, not way better. I, I don't know. I haven't used it myself. Uh, I plan on it. You know, I'll, maybe I'll go out and buy a Galaxy S6 and the Samsung Galaxy VR, Gear VR, whatever it's called, just just to try it out and tell you guys what I think. But um, if it's anything like what I've been, I mean, there's so much possible. I mean, there's there's so much. I mean, I think this is the, the future of gaming. It's the future of gaming. It's the future of watching movies, um, at least by yourself. You know, it's, I think it kind of... It might be a little lame to sit down next to your girlfriend or wife or fiance or whatever, boyfriend, um, and kind of strap on two virtual reality headsets and watch a movie. That that might be a little disingenuous, but I, I think that not disingenuous. That's a terrible word. It wasn't appropriate. Um, callous. I don't know. This is why I need another person in the you know. In the show, talking with me because I, sometimes I just don't know what this you know, the right word to pick. And George, George is a genius. He'll he'll pick out the right word and give me like fifty more words that I could have used. And we'll spend half an hour talking about that. And you know, the Apple Watch saves lives. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think the Galaxy Gear VR has a ton of potential. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna do great. I think. It's not quite there yet because people generally just don't know about it, and the people who do know about it, are, for some reason, are convinced that it's like five hundred or thousand dollars. And Samsung needs to market that way better, and they need to get get themselves some developers. I, I think that's going to be that's going to be key for this is development and marketing because uh, I mean that's that's the whole package, and I mean and. Full circle. That's what the screen resolution is all about, you know, because you can't you can't have a virtual reality headset with really crappy screen resolution because then you're just going to be you know it's going to be a pixelated mess and nobody nobody wants to look at a pixelated mess. Um, and with virtual reality, I mean, it, it's going to be cool. And I, I've been listening to one of the cool things. Go on YouTube and maybe I'll post a link to this too. But go on YouTube and. Strap on a pair of headphones and listen to some of the 3D audio videos they have, or 
yeah, the 3D audio videos they have. Um, and, and right now it's, it's, it's pretty basic stuff. Um, but I could see 3D audio combined with virtual reality just being inc- incredibly engulfing. Like, you know, just taking you off to a completely different world and making you feel like you're there. Uh, it, it might... Uh, that, that could just be one of the coolest things in the world. Um, oh, Galaxy Watch of <laughs> Galaxy Watch. The Apple Watch is coming. Um, couple days till the event. I just wanted to record this short podcast. I don't have a heck of a lot to say about the Apple Watch. I don't have any predictions. Uh, George and I talked extensively on that watch last week. Um, with uh, the possibilities for medical. Um, the medical possibilities involved with the watch. I, I think they're going to be amazing. Um, George has some really cool ideas that we were talking about. Uh, I mean, just like, you know, major health crisis prediction, like being able to take those, uh, take your heart rate and constantly monitor it and over time start ag- aggregating all that data from hopefully tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands or millions of users and aggregating all that data and learning how to predict when something like a stroke or a heart attack or something like that's going to happen. I, I think that could be one of the coolest things in the world. Um, but we will have plenty more to talk about after the ninth because no, that's the big event. We're going to be watching Apple's Spring Forward event, which is well, on the 9th. And cool thing about that, we can go ahead and live stream it. Go to apple.com and, you know, you can just click play, watch the keynote live. You can watch it later and, you know, watch right along with me. Cause I'll be I'll be sitting there like a complete nerd on my Apple TV in my living room watching the Spring Forward Apple Watch event. Anyway, again, this is brought to you. This whole episode was brought to you by NEPA Geeks over here in Mountaintop, Pennsylvania. Um, they're opening up a new store in Wilkesbury now. Um, not that that means anything to you. Go to NEPAGeeks.com. The retail locations doesn't don't mean anything to you. You could find hosting. You could find domain registration. All this kind of stuff. You get one-on-one help with it. It's awesome. Jason's great there. Tom John sent you from Battery Operated Podcast. All right. Thanks a lot, guys.